The views and opinions expressed on the program are those of the show hosts, producers, and or the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of KPFK and Pacifica Radio. Liberated. Freed. Released. Free from traditional social restraints. Sisters. Girls or women who share a common ancestry, allegiance, character, or purpose with another or others. Fellow black women or girls. Welcome to Liberated Sisters. I am Angela Birdsong, your guest host, sitting in for Sister Charlene Muhammad. As you know, she is the founder and executive producer of Liberated Sisters. KPFK is in our fund drive, our membership drive, with at least a donation of $25 gives you the right to vote in our upcoming elections. How about that? As a KPFK member, you get to vote to determine the future growth and impact of KPFK to renew and refresh our commitment and our engagement with generations, new generations, current generations, new communities, current communities. Please pledge securely online at kpfk.org with your $25 to be a voting member or become a sustainer with a monthly subscription. Liberated Sisters Today show will remind us how to eat to live and remember to let your food be your medicine and your medicine be your food. We are reconnecting with the One Meal, One Mile Improvement Project that Sister Charlene created um, to get healthy, stay healthy, and bringing women and men together for this health movement under the guidance of our guests, the food prophet, Dr. Jolly Harris III, Arthur of Home Cooking to Cure Cancer, Prevent, Reduce, Destroy, Eliminate, Cure, Heart Attacks, ADD, ADHD, SIDS, colds, flu, diabetes, weight, Alzheimer's, the list goes on. It goes on and on. Basically, all diseases, he's saying to eat, eat to heal the body, restore it, rebuild it, rebuild it, and rejuvenate it. So before we get to the food prophet 
in his How to Cookbook, and he will share Sister Charlene's story and her daughter's story also, how he got them on a path of healing. Pick up the phone and let us know what is your favorite foolproof home remedy because he has some great home remedies in his book. He has, you know, the bee pollen. He has the diabetic tea, the cancer tea, the turmeric tea. He has recipes like the mustard green salad and just a lot of different remedies that will heal your body. So call us and let us know what is your home remedy. Call us at 818-985-5735, 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. Press 1 to talk with us. Press 2 to donate. Food Profit, are you there, Dr. Jolly? Yes, I'm here. Hey, welcome, welcome to um, back to Liberated Sisters, our 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 reoccurring guest. When you and um, Sister Charlene and I were in a group text, we were trying to figure out when was the last time we had gotten together, and I think the last time you and I were in studio together was November 2016, and I can't remember the exact date, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. So nice, to, so nice to, so nice to get back on board with you guys, and we got to do this much, much more often. Yes, most definitely, most definitely, we do. And I remember, um, you know, the last time you were here, I I was having problems with constipation, and I'm just putting it out there because yeah. you, you know, you, you you was talking about, you know, I won't. you know about about your your how to cookbook and eat to heal the body and you told you gave me some mustard seeds right, right. and and yeah. and look i haven't had to do milk of magnesia since 2016 and only time that i have to do, go to the milk of magnesia is you know if i'm having some type of um procedure done and the doctors are they're not that familiar with the mustard seeds so they're like well maybe you should stop this for a little while and then you know the constipation eventually will come back and i have to do the milk of magnesia or the smooth smooth tea and but as soon as i'm finished with whatever procedure and, and process i'm doing with them i go right back to the mustard seed and i'm i'm regular i'm regular so yeah. I, so i just want to say thank you publicly on air for for that yes because elimination elimination the correct elimination to the body is really one of the most important keys is that we eliminate and get rid we can't hold these foods in our body we can't hold these things in our body at different times and also Excuse me, because someone's trying to beep in at the same time. But we can't hold these foods in our body. And to eliminate, properly eliminating, is how we get the longevity in our life. To keep the colon clean and to also, how do you say, take naps. And in Spain, they call it siesta time. But we need to eliminate. And then after we eliminate from time to time throughout the day, we need to designate a time to take a nap. Also, along with eliminating, meaning getting things out of the body, clearing the colon, taking a nap, we need to take a walk. So between clearing your colon, 
taking a walk and taking a nap, you can have a new you. Right. So take a nap. So say, say that one more time because I, I got to write that down. Clearing the calling, meaning I give you an example. When we say clearing the calling, you you went the process of using the mustard seeds. Yes, but I could have someone else. I could have someone else take the mustard green leaf, mm-hmm. juice that mustard green leaf, and start drinking it on a day to day basis. I could have someone also juice beets, just regular raw beets. You can juice the beet, and that will also help you to you know to release through the colon. So everything that comes in the body must come out. Now watch this. Here's a point that you'll never hear any doctor say. But also in your releasing from the body, there's also, how do I say, stress in your poison and poison in your stress. Okay? Example, someone can make you upset today. Did you hear what I said? And you could be upset for two hours. It could be anybody's situation. But that upsetness, it draws, how do you say, a poison in our own system, and it grows through the bloodline, and it also has to be eliminated from the body. It has to be out of the body. It has to be gone, okay? So all the stress that comes in your body, it kind of impacts itself with your food. If that makes any sense to you, sometimes you're mad and you're eating dinner and a, a conversation will come by or something will happen or whatever, and it'll disturb your whole dinner. Have you ever had that happen? Yes. Yeah, where you, you're so upset you can't eat. You can't even eat any further. At that point, the stress is also in your food, okay? And that goes through your whole track and eventually winds up coming straight back up to your brain as a poison. So when you take a walk after you use the restroom, before you use the restroom, when you walk, it helps you to release from the body. A lot of people don't know this, but in different countries, they take a walk after they eat dinner. Husband and wife hold hands, take a walk, okay? They take they call it taking a walk through the bistro. You know, the bistro where all the restaurants are lined up in a row. It could be a bistro in, in any city in America. But take a walk. So we need to get everything out the body, clear it out the body. We need to take walks and we need to take naps. And these are ways of how do you say allowing the body to rebuild itself. And that's just really simple right there. Just you know, those are some simple things. It make sure you make sure that you go to the bathroom at least three to five times a day. So since we're talking about that releasing through the bowel, let's get real correct with that. Because some people say, you know, Doc, I go to the bathroom twice a day. That's great. I go, no, 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 twice a day is not good enough. Minimum three to five times a day, you should be going to the toilet to release. Minimum three to five times a day for bowel movements and if that is a healthy person that's correct because there's nothing staying in your system the person your body wants the food but your body doesn't want all the food consists of it only wants the nutrients out of the food you see what i'm saying so your body just wants the nutrients and the nutrients that's in that food is how do you say, maybe just enough to put in the palm of your hand. All the rest of it is just basically garbage and rubbish. 
running through the system. So your body needs to eliminate, get all this stuff out. Example, your body only wants the nutrients out the mustard green leaf. It only wants the nutrients out the cat, the carrots. Everything else is just elimination. You see what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Here's a theory to help. Here's something to help all of, all of your listening audience. The stomach is the size of a grapefruit. I'll say it slowly. Your stomach is the size of a grapefruit. Anything more you put into your stomach, you are stretching it. I stretch it every day. We stretch our stomachs every day, especially people who eat at buffets. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I love buffets. Oh, and and brunch. Mm. And brunch, okay? Now, here's one. I'm I'm so happy you said brunch. Is Sister Charlene listening in? Can you hear me? I think I think she's listening in here and there. You know, she she's on she's on assignment right now. Um, but she okay, she did okay. she did she did text me to make sure that we talk about Mother Tanetta Muhammad as you yeah. go a little bit into about the brunch because yeah, you know, yeah. Br- brunch is we're delicious. Gonna, we're gonna go on that. Well, on the brunch, since she said brunch, I have to say this. And here's one, you know, something makes you go, mm, makes you stop and think. Mm, how has this come to be? Guess what? Nowhere in the world, no country in the world on the planet Earth, under God, and there's many names that people use for God, but under, 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 under Jesus, God, under Yeshua, Yahweh, under Allah and the Prophet Muhammad, under Buddha, under Jah, there is no such thing as breakfast, lunch, and dinner, even in the Torah to Elohim, to the Jews, there's no such thing as breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or brunch. Now, brunch is the new one. I didn't start hearing about that uh, until I was probably maybe about 35 years old, then all of a sudden they popped in a brunch. <laughs> right. The br- the, yeah, the, the, br- the, br- the brunch brings it all together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brunch is like it's, the brunch is like party mode. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. Party mode in the middle of the day, you can't get back to work. <laughs> no, because brunch is on Saturday and Sunday, so there is no work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can you yeah, can just you can just right. languish in the dining area for like four hours brunching. Yeah, four four hours brunching. So so breakfast, lunch, and dinner is nowhere in no book. Is that amazing? What I just said. So, so we should be eating at what time of the day? And 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 well, well, well the, the first thing is that man is telling you what you should do, and that is the issue because man is saying it, and it's not what God is saying. God only wants you to eat as your body needs the nutrients and the food, meaning exactly. Everybody doesn't need to eat at the same time because everybody's not hungry at the same time and everybody's body's not calling for nutrients during the same time. Your daughter may not be hungry when you're hungry. When I was young, our family used to make us eat when we weren't even hungry. Do you recall that? Yes. Yes, because that... There was a time... mm -hmm. It, it, it was dinner time. You stretch your stomach. 
Yeah, that's how you stretch your stomach. Your body starts getting out of whack because someone in your family said, we got to eat right now when you weren't ready to eat. So that happens, you know. Um, I'd like to speak a little bit about, uh, not a little bit, but a lot about <laughs> the Honorable Mother Tainetta Muhammad. Yes. Okay. And uh, Honorable Mother Tainetta Muhammad, she said to me a while back that that they would hit us from the air and from the water. I'll say it again, from the air and from the water, meaning that's the easiest way for man to take out civilization is from the air and from the water, and that's exactly what they're doing right now today. The chemicals in the air, the chemtrails in the air, and the water, example, in Chicago, I'd say to the people, do not use your tap water for your food, cooking your food, or any of that, okay? And the people in Jackson, Mississippi. (laughs) Yeah, in every state in America, people are still using tap water to cook with. I do, and I got tap water in my bottle right now. Well, you cannot drink tap water. Tap water will, number one thing, it'll tear up your skin, irritate your skin. Tap water brings worms into the body. There's all types of chemicals in the, in the water that comes out of your hydrogen, your sink, and there's no way for them to clean it, to exact clean it. There, you even get what they call asbestos coming through, all types of stuff coming through that's really dangerous to the body. Mercury, metals, everything. So we have to be really, really careful about the water we use to to cook our food with. Right now, and now, now, back, back, to back to Mother Tanetta. I, you know, I know I'm interrupting you, but I, I know where we got. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you and I can talk right. for hours because you cover right. everything that p- people don't even know. <laughs> KPFK Liberated Sisters audience, you guys don't even know how in depth Doctor Jolly can go with us from from underwear to uh what you put on your head to you just everything how to protect and and keep rebuilding and keeping your body strong especially as we start to age so so um um, um sister charlene is listening she is listening and yes. so so she wants you to um talk about mother tanetta muhammad uh, says about ability to tap into one's psyche psyche to help them heal right what right. what 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 does um, that mean I, I, did you ask me the question I, I didn't hear that clearly yeah well what what does what does that mean well it it basically what mother is saying that when i meet a person a person could describe what their condition is okay mm-hmm. and after they describe what their condition is People generally tell me what the doctor said. The doctor said this. The doctor said that. You get what I'm saying? The doctor said we need to do this procedure. The doctor said we need to give you this medication. The doctor says we need to try that. So, so I have the ability, which Mother was speaking about, is to tap into exactly what your situation is. So in most cases, what I would do, sometimes I don't even have to ask people nothing. Sometimes I just look at your face, look at your eyes, and I look at you from head to toe, and I get all the answers right away. 
But in many cases, I will ask a person, you tell me exactly what you think your problem is. Because what you may say, Angela, could be totally different than what your doctor says. So when you tell me your complications, you tell me your situation, then I ask you, what is your doctor saying and what is he doing? Then from the two, I take both together, and God allows me to see through what you said and what your doctor's saying, and God puts me a direct path to how we go about executing, restoring, revitalizing, and rebuilding your body. That's amazing. That's true. Because true. what you say, what you say, honestly, what comes out of your mouth has more to do with than what the doctor says. Okay, because the doctors they do a lot of what I call apothecizing. Mainly, they're just guessing, guessing, and some more guessing, and then they put the protocol of whatever the job is to that particular situation, and that's how your doctor reads reaches a conclusion on what he's going to give you. So what Mother is saying, that God allows me to see through. Example, we were at the hospital with Mother's sister, and the doctors and surgeons were not going to allow me to give her any of the herbs, okay? Mm -hmm. The situation there was Mother Hynetus, excuse me, let me say it correctly, honorable, Mother Ineta, Muhammad's sister, her leg was getting ready to be cut off because there was a virus that was at the bottom of her foot, about the size of a large silver dollar, and this virus was going up through her leg, reaching close, trying to get to her heart, and they had to shut it down before you know this virus made it that far through the blood vessel. So they were going to cut her leg off up to the knee or a little above the knee. And what happened was God, the Honorable Elijah, after speaking to the doctors and the doctors telling me, no, no, you can't do this and no, you can't do that, God enlightened me and gave me, how do you say, the vision to help her in a different manner. What we did was I made a lipstick out of one of the seeds, which is called the red seed. And since the doctor said I could give her nothing, the honorable says, well, they're not going to let you put anything in, but we're going to do this another way. So what I did was I used the red seed. It's called the red lip seed. And I made a lipstick to put on honorable mother Tynetta's sister on her lips. And also I took the black seed oil and rubbed it on the bottom of her foot in the exact spot where the virus was showing. The next day, the virus on the bottom of her foot pretty much disappeared. It went down to a tiny, tiny little circle, but it was a large, maybe two and a half inch circle on covered pretty much the bottom of her foot, and it almost disappeared. So the doctor decided to cancel the surgery. The lipstick that was put on her sister's lips was a seed that I blended with oil, and I blended it with honey. And we asked Mother Tynetta's sister just to lip, lick her lips. I said, Mother, if you only ask her to lick her lips. And the doctors were saying, why are you painting her face? What's going on? What's going on? We said, oh, she likes to look pretty. 
So you see what I'm saying? God showed me a way to help her when there's no medicine could, how do you say, be put in her body. God allowed me to put this oil on the bottom of her foot, and God allowed me to put the oil on her lips. Mother Chinetta is my honorable godmother. I have to say she is a godmother, and she's taught me many, many things. Just being in her presence, to be in her presence alone is heavenly. When I say heavenly, Angela, it is so heavenly just to stand next to Mother and hear her speak. And when she speaks to you, every word, how do you say, it goes through you, around you, over you, it covers you, it blankets you. It, it's a nurturing words that she uses. And she would call me her son. One day she told me at the hospital that she prayed to her husband, to the Honorable Elijah. And she said that when she prayed, he said to her to receive me. Mother Tynetta, she told me, and it made me cry when she said these words. She said that my husband told me 40 years ago today that you would come with a seed program. She said, the Honorable Elijah said, he knew of the seed program but not exactly how to execute it. Mother told me that the Honorable said that the program I would bring to her would help the nation entirely. She said I would also be bringing this program in the same way that a man who was a Christian preacher allowed the master Farad Muhammad to start his business in his basement of his church, he said, this is another Christian man coming to help the nation. And when Mother Tynetta told me that it was me he was speaking about, I hit the floor, Angela. I hit the floor, Sister Charlene, and I cried. I cried, 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 and I sweated tears because I was just so honored to, how do you say, to have his vision come true and the vision that the honorable had was me. So wow. even yes. right now on the phone, mm -hmm. I'm in tears speaking about it because to have someone, uh, how do you say? Bless you. A Christ. Right. Of, mm -hmm. Yeah, bless you like that. Yes. And, and in my eyes, the honorable Elijah Muhammad is the Christ. And the Christ is a man. People don't know this, but the word the Christ, Okay, you know, Dr. Jolie, before you get into that, before you get into that, just yeah. need to take care of some housekeeping here because we are in our yeah. fun drive. And um, when when we um, after after this real quick pitch, I want you to talk about how you um, helped Sister Charlene. Um, she said that you've okay. read her many, many, many times, and she was yeah. wrong, and but benefit from your help. So, yeah, yeah, and beautiful story about your 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 godmother. Beautiful story how how people can prophesy over your life 
and you're not even in their presence. I'm Angela Birdsong, and you're listening to Liberated Sisters during our KPFK Fund Drive, our membership drive, where if you donate at least $25, it gives you the right to vote in our upcoming elections. KPFK is where I learned radio production, started as a program assistant for Some of Us Are Brave, later became an associate producer for Liberated Sisters, started guest hosting, and the list just goes on and on and on and on. Let's keep KPFK going strong and pledge securely online at kpfk.org. This is a place where you're going to hear information, news updates, guests that you will not hear on commercial radio. You are not going to, you should hear Dr. The the Food Prophet on, on, on commercial radio, but this is a place where he is so much so much um, comfortable and speaking about things, how God leads him and orders his steps to feed God's sheep. So let's keep KPF, KPFK going strong so that we can have guests like Dr. Jolly on and have a, a place for Liberated Sisters to be on on air. So call in with your questions for the food prophet, Dr. Jolly Harris the third eight one eight nine eight five five seven three five and press one to talk with us this morning with your questions or with your favorite remedy and where did you learn it? Perhaps it's a family remedy passed down eight one eight nine eight five five seven three five. Um, Dr. Dr. Jolly, I'm so sorry that I had to interrupt you, but we had to do some housekeeping um, here while while we are in the middle of, of our um, fun drive. So um, go back and, and finish before before we talk about, you know, how you had to read Sister Charlene so many times and, and, and she was not listening. Uh, but Go back and finish about your thoughts on, on God and, you know, what, what you were going into and just how, how you've been being led. And then I have something to say about the black seed oil because you, you have brought that up because yes. that, that, that's a yes, it's, powerful, it's, powerful it's, oil. I did, not, I, I did not give the disclosure, but I must do the disclosure so that no one thinks that the words that I say have anything to do with KPFK radio station or your your guys liberated sisters, okay? Jolly Harris the third, prophet of Feed God Sheep Missionary Church and his successors, a corporation soul. That is my title and the telephone number is eight one eight nine eight three seven four seven three. Instagram J O L I E seven one six nine and I am the food prophet on YouTube. So going back to what I was speaking about, uh, my godmother, honorable godmother, Mother Tynetta, uh, she's a walking angel. The best way I could describe her is a walking angel on earth, and now she's, how do I say, in heaven and on the wheel, and she's still serving the world, and she, how do you say, continuously will never stop. She will always be sending us messages and things what to do. But I was speaking in terms of the Christ because Honorable Mother Tynetta is also the Christ. The Christ is a person that God calls to lead a large, large group of people. So a lot of people have the wrong, how do you say, interpretation. When they hear the word the Christ, they think that that is only, how do you say, coinciding with Jesus. 
that has to do with Jesus and Jesus only. But the Christ could be any human example, like the Dalai Lama, okay? The Christ could be any human that God calls to heal a large group of people. So, Sister Charlene, you there? No, she is not on, on air with us. She, 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 she's not on okay. air with us. But tell us, you know, how did you read her and, and how long did it take for her to finally just listen to you and, and have a turnaround well, in, in her health journey? Well, if I can remember, I'm trying to go back because Sister Charlene and I go back years <laughs> in terms of helping her with situations, different situations with her and her health. I don't think she don't, she wouldn't mind me speaking about one issue was with her hand. She had a situation like pretty much tendonitis in one of her fingers and wasn't moving, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And also she was having some situations with, with health, with losing weight and getting in shape, you know, things like this. So we would meet, meet up from time to time. And I would show her this walk, this walk that I do. It's in my book. It's called a cancer walk where you swing your arms and swing your legs. You swing opposite leg and opposite arm at the same time as you walk and you breathe in deeply. And uh, sister came up with this, uh, how do you say, a one meal, one mile a minute? <laughs> the one meal, one mile program? Right, yes, the one meal, one yes, mile yes, improvement. Yes. yes. Yeah, one meal, one mile improvement, and she got on board with that. And so she was, how do you say, noticing a lot of changes in her body through uh, me helping her and showing her how to release different nerves and pains in different areas and how to also how to body release, you know, we say through the colon, how to use the toilet correctly, you know, all these things. And also in her eyes and her vision, things were clearing up in her eyes and vision. Um, we got to a point to where sister, uh, her daughter was having a baby. And before the child was born, there were a few complications, okay? And not going directly into the child's complications, but I gave sisters some herbs to help the baby, to make sure that the baby would be, how do you say, born in God's way, with God's health, with God's, you know, uh, permanent, permanent uh, healing. So the child, I made some juice. I made some, uh, put some herbs together that we have here that's already uh, mixed, and I gave it to her, and I said, Sister, these herbs will allow your child, your daughter's child, to come through perfectly with no complication. They're going to give her all the nutrients that the baby needs. They're also going to give the mother the nutrients that she needs because mothers need double and triple the nutrients when they're having a baby. I also gave her uh, one of our seeds and had her boil it, and this seed allows the mother to have breast milk and to bring nutrients into the child's body where the mother would normally not get it. So she was, how do you say, loaded with calcium, with iron, with magnesium, with potassium, everything that the baby needs to come through. And also there's a situation, uh, a lot of mothers don't know this, but since we're speaking about mothers and babies, uh, it's really, really important that the mother does not do sugar, butter, coffee, or spicy food while she's pregnant. Sugar, butter, coffee, and spicy food during the pregnancy. The reason why is because there's a bag that holds the baby. It's called a placentia. And this particular bag 
to, how do you say, be strong, and it has to carry nutrients also. So the herbs that I gave her, uh, also with a uh, detox juice to clear her daughter's body, uh, before the child was born, I said to Sister Charlene, you're going to have the strongest baby, the healthiest baby. You're going to have the smartest baby. And I said, this baby will be controlling the family in the first two months this child's alive. And that's exactly how it is. She has the smartest, strongest, most intelligent granddaughter on the planet Earth. She and is, she's almost a child of God. And she's almost she's almost two. And um, and from what I understand, uh, Raisa has uh, still has a lot of of milk to to feed her yeah. her her daughter. Yes, yes. So the world so the world needs to know that that when I help a woman with breast milk, you will be overloaded with so much breast milk, Angela. You could take the breast milk and go sell it. I'm serious. <laughs> I get top dollar for this breast milk. There's no black person, white person, Chinese person, green person, red person. Nobody got milk like the food profit milk. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now, what what were her? What was Raisa's doctors saying? What was their diagnosis and prognosis before before you stepped into the scene? I I just remembered. I can't recall exactly. I just recall that there were going to be complications with this child being born, and that's the problem. We don't want to incur. There are a lot of women that have issues, have miscarriages. There are a lot of reasons why the baby doesn't come through correctly. A lot of times it's got to do with calcium and iron. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. So there's a lot of reasons why a baby won't come through. Uh, but like I said, the, the, the placenta itself, I'll give an example. Let me give you a real good example. Oh, we got to say this one, sister. We must. Whew. Jesus Christ. Um, the Placentia, a woman could eat taco chips, and I'm saying it. They could come after me, do whatever they want to. They, she can eat Cheetos hot chips, Cheetos taco chips, any of those hot chips. If you're eating those hot chips while you're having a baby, you're destroying your placentia. If you're eating hot barbecue wings while you're having a baby, you're destroying the placentia. If you're pouring a lot of black pepper in your food, eating a lot of sugar in your food, uh, you're destroying the placenta. If you're pouring a lot of butter on your plate with your pancakes, you're destroying the placenta. The placenta is a bag, sister, and the best way I want women to understand this is if you go to the grocery store and they give you a paper bag, if the paper bag's too thin, your food's going to fall out. If the paper bag gets wet, your food's going to fall out. If it gets oily, your food going to fall through that bag. Well, the bag is the same bag that's carrying your child, and you don't want anything to happen to that bag because that bag is the safety net to bring your child to life. Is that pretty powerful, what I just said, sister? Very powerful. And it also just sounds like we should just avoid sugar, butter, and coffee in our diet, period. And, and also, when women are pregnant, they have to avoid fast foods. They must eat from home. They must eat from home, and I'm calling out to women to not, to not do alkaline water. That was one thing I had to shut Sister Charlene down from was alkaline water. Stay away from it. It's not true alkaline water, and it has, how do you say, it has a, a lot of issues with having a baby come through, okay? So I want women to know when you're pregnant, uh, all of these things must be correct. 
and also when you're pregnant, uh, we had to. I had to give uh, some herbs to uh, Raisha's uh, to her husband. Okay, so there's there's seeds and herbs I give to the man so that his sperm count is strong. And I want the world to know this because people have the wrong conception. The male sperm determines all the issues in the baby. 95%. I'll say it again. The male sperm determines whether this child's going to be dyslexic. The male sperm determines whether this child's going to be blind. The male sperm determines all of these issues that you have in babies when the baby comes through and the baby's not perfect. It's the male sperm. So I say to women, example, uh, Angela, if you have a daughter or granddaughter and she's 15 years old, not even thinking about getting pregnant, I want all the young girls in America to start knowing exactly what the male is eating. Whoever your counterpart is, that person, you need to know who your lover, what he's eating, what he's not eating. And if your lover's not eating the correct thing, don't you have a baby by that man. I don't care who he is. <laughs> is that powerful what I just said? If he's That's not very powerful. Don't you lay down with him because that child that you guys will receive will be a reflection of what he Eats. Nobody said it exactly the way I just dropped it to you. That's ABC understanding. Right. And look, look, that was so powerful that that that's not even that's not even in your current book. So so um, our our audio engineer, he has a question for you. He said, what are your thoughts on leafy green, leafy green um, um, vegetables? Okay, my thought on leafy greens. Well, I'll say this. Okay. Because I because I I know I know how you are with the mustard greens. Cool. Now we're gonna get. I'm glad he said it because we're gonna go extreme on his conversation. We're gonna hit a note where nobody's ever heard. No doctor on the planet Earth could even go there. Okay. First of all, I want to send the leafy green. My number one leafy green is the mustard green leaf. The mustard green leaf carries 16 vitamins and nutrients to it. Okay. The mustard seed. Uh, in the Bible, it's Mark chapter 4, verse 30 through 32, where God said, where should we like in the kingdom of God? Or how shall we compare it? It's like the grain of a mustard seed. When it's sown, it groweth up and become the greatest of all herbs. So people ask me, what's the best green leaf? I say, well, the Bible said it's the mustard, mustard green. It's the mustard seed that grows the mustard green leaf. And that's what the Bible says, and that's what I've been running on all this Matter of fact, the mustard green leaf is on the cover of my book. It's a solid. That mustard green leaf has calcium, iron, magnesium, zinc, potassium. The mustard green leaf will have the male sperm so strong, oh boy, it will ring the bell every time. The mustard green leaf also cleans the colon. The mustard green leaf, if a man ate one mustard green leaf a day, if any male ate it, one leaf a day, and chewed it like a rabbit, don't cook it, don't do anything, that leaf will clear your prostate. It will clear all the mucus out of you. You will never have a cold. If women ate a mustard green leaf a day, she would have no fibroid tumors. 60% of the women who are pregnant today that are black, 60% of them have fibroid tumors. A lot have herpes issues, but the fibroid tumors are the number one issues for babies not coming due. And you said um, the way that the way that you test the well 
tell us how how do you test a mustard seed? I mean the the, the mustard green leaf okay. to make to make sure I, that you're getting the right one. I gotta I gotta take it to the highest power for my brother because I want him to have the extreme note on that green leaf. Okay, you ready? Okay. Well, we, I, I gotta come off the mustard green and bring you back into it. Okay. This morning, let me say to my brother how I ate. This morning, I took a walk at about four a.m. And I walk in the neighborhood where I'm at right now in Las Vegas. There's a lot of trees by me. But I'll make a long story short, okay? Because no human has ever taught this to you about the green leaf, green, and oxygen from the leaves, okay? This morning, I took a walk. My brother, I passed a jasmine tree, a eucalyptus tree, a pine tree, a magnolia tree. I passed all these different trees, okay? And when I walk past the trees, I walk very very slowly, and my nose is keen like a dog. So, my brother, I want you to know, you can walk past trees. Can you hear me? Yeah, he's listening. He's listening. Okay. I walk past a tree, my brother, and I want you to try it. You got to do it early in the morning when there's no cars. You could do it from 3 to to maybe 4.30. But I'll walk past a tree, and I'll slowly grab the scent of the pine, my brother, as soon as that pine scent touches my nose, it will tingle my nose. Then I slowly, my brother, walk back, which about three to five inches. And then I walk back into that smell again. And if you see me, you say, that brother walked, and then he stepped back in steps. And the reason why I step back is because I'm walking back into that scent like a dog. And I'll go from that pine tree to the next tree to the next tree, to the next tree, and all these trees and bushes that I smell. And some of them are, what do you call it, uh, uh, some of them are different herbs in certain bushes, okay? But I grab the scent, and after I smell about 20 trees in the morning, I don't need any food. You need food. I just taught you how to live and how to get nutrients from a tree, from a bush, and all you got to do is breathe in deeply. When you get that scent, you stop, step back a few feet, walk back into that scent again, breathe in deeply. If you do it the way I say, you may be dizzy like you're hot after sucking up 20 or 30 trees. But when I suck up the scent for a tree, I could go for a whole day, two days with no food. You know why? I got my food from the tree, and I didn't even touch the tree. Well, we know that part of eating is smelling your food, right? Because if That's you, correct. you know, smelling and, and being able to, to, to taste your food. So I'm sure some kind of way we are not fully utilizing that sense of smell, right? Yes. So the, yes, so we can use the scent of smell when there's no food left on the earth. We could walk past trees and bushes and grab ways. Now, how I learned this, I lived in a, in a sterile room when I was a young boy. I ate red devil lye, and I, I lived in a glass room for five and a half years, a sterile room like the boy in the bubble. That was my life for five and a half, almost six years. So I had very high senses when I came out of the hospital at six years old because I was used to smell everything sterile I could scent anything okay and uh, I had to live in this room because I couldn't come out my stomach was open they had plastic velcro over my stomach and if I came out the hospital I would die because normal air would kill me so I had to live in a sterile control room and because of that my 
senses became very high. I was not able to eat any food. All of my food went in my stomach when I ate that red devil lie poison. Red devil lie burns a hole through concrete. It's the strongest poison known on earth, and I ate it when I was five months old. I ate a can that had a picture of the devil's face on it. So I learned how to eat differently than other people, but I learned this about the tree. And my brother, if you take a leaf, people don't know this, but you can, you can how do you say, bring a tree, a leaf, directly into your body by taking the leaf of a tree and blowing into it. What you do is you wipe off the bottom of a leaf. Try it one day, Angela. Wipe off the bottom of a leaf with your hand. Take the dust off the leaf and then blow your breath on the bottom of the leaf. When you blow your breath into the bottom of the leaf, you're giving the tree life through your breath. You're giving the tree carbon dioxide, and that tree's going to give you back oxygen. That's the greatest love I could say to you on earth, but I don't know any humans that know what I just said. Well, we do know, you know, the that's, you know, that's why it's so important for us to keep trees in in our in our communities because it's not just yeah. for the shade and for the breeze and for the aesthetics, but it's also so that we can breathe. Yes, it's so you can breathe. So that mustard green leaf, that mustard green leaf, my brother, it controls more oxygen than any leaf that I've ever seen in my life. There's a few other leaves I like. I like dill. I like mint. I like Polygon. There's a few other different leaves I like to help clean and heal the body, okay? And some of these leaves you can find right on your store in your grocery store. You know what I mean? Find them right there, right next to your basil. You'll see right there the tarragon, right next to the basil. You'll see the mint. You know, there's several different types of mint. And these, these type herbs also clean your body internally, your internal organs. That's very very important. So the oxygen from the leaf, from the mustard green leaf, is the max that I can say to you right now. And the best way I can say it to black people is, you've been destroying the leaf. I speak to black people the way I speak to the church. I say you have been destroyed the leaf by cooking it, and all you have to do is eat it raw or blend it as a juice, and you get all the blessings that God has offered you in abundance. That leaf is an abundant leaf. And when you go out and, and, and purchase your mustard green, you, you, you said to make sure you tear off a piece and make sure that it's pungent. Oh, uh, yeah. We do, it, we, do it, we do it my grandpa's way. <laughs> you go to the Ralph's grocery store, you pinch off a piece of the leaf, and you chew it, just a pinch of it. You chew it, and it should burn and sting. If it don't burn and sting, then leave the Ralph store, go to the next store, Alpha Beta, or go to whatever, Kroger. But go to three, four stores, and whichever store you tear that leaf a tiny piece, whichever has the, the spiciest, the spiciest mustard, or the, how do you say it, tingles you the most, then that's the one you buy. Try to get the curly leaf, the curly leaf, not the flat mustard green leaf. The curly leaf has more oxygen it gives off. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, so earlier you, you were talking about the black seed oil with uh, Mother Tanetta Muhammad's um, sister. And I just want to, yeah. I just want to let, let you know, um, I was having really bad um, tooth pain um, 
several months ago, like some sometime, like maybe um, October, September of 2022. And I had already ordered the black seed oil from you maybe a year before. Um, you know, I, I got that and I, and I got the, the cancer tea from you and something, something told me, and, and you know, when I say, you know, I, I look, I can spiritualize everything. So I, I would say it was, it was the hand of God just saying, get that mustard seed or black, that black seed oil, swish it in your mouth concentrating it more on where that tooth is and that pain is going to lessen until you can get to the dentist. Cause I don't have, I don't have a d- dental insurance cause you know, cause right. so, so when I go to the dentist, I got to come out of pocket, right? Most so, black people do. <laughs> so, 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 so doc, so doc. So what I did was, you know, cause I, I just, I just kept thinking, I was like, I need, I need to, I need to get, get that black seed oil. Right. So I put the black seed oil um, there. Do you know the pain went away? It, it went away. Now I, I did eventually had to go, um, you know, to my dentist so they can take a look at it, find out what's going on. And I've, I've had, um, or oral surgery to, to get that old root canal removed. Now I probably should have called you because that's what sister Charlene was telling you. She was like, call, call doc, call doc. Of course I didn't, yep. but <laughs> you know, I, I didn't. But when I went to my dentist and I told her, um, um, Dr. Tony Oliver, I told her, I said, I used some black seed oil to 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 get rid of to get rid of the pain. And she said, it Oh, she nerve. said it deadens the nerve, yeah. Yeah, she 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 said it most likely has some antibiotic um elements in there like like um tea tea tree oil. But I just wanted to let you know that that black seed oil um prolonged me having to go to the dentist, you know, where I didn't have to go there immediately and get it and get what what I had already gotten taken care of um, earlier yeah. uh, it, earlier it, this year in, in in a few phases, as a matter of fact. Right. I, I want your listening audience to also know that I had a close friend of mine who came to me, and he's in the Nation of Islam. But to make a story short, he, he my brother came to me and he said he said that the dentist was going to take out thirty of his teeth. Mm, 30. That's all his teeth. 30 of, that's all of his teeth. He said, I think it was 30 or 32. He said, they're taking them out. All my teeth are coming out. And the brother said, what am I going to do? I gave him a large bottle of the black seed oil. Okay. I told him three to four times a day, take a mouthful, put it in your mouth, and just wish it around, wish it around your mouth. And like you said, kind of wish it all over really good. Let it get in good into your gums. And I asked him to drink it, sip it down, tiny sip by tiny sip by tiny sip. So basically I asked him to hold that black seed all in his mouth and wish it around as long as he time as he could. It's kind of like pulling. You know how you pull yes. with your teeth? Yes. You're pulling it? Yes. Pulling it? Yes. To pull, it, to pull that black seed all through, through his teeth, through his gums. And so he did that. And then I also had him take take some of my cancer tea and impact it in the roof of his mouth. Mm. Now the black seed oil mm-hmm. is an antibiotic, and the turmeric in in the cancer tea is another antibiotic. And he did this, and you ready for this? After three to four days, the dentist 
the dentist decided to drop the surgery because the pyrrhea gum infection was gone, gone, and it, it saved all his teeth. Okay, well, um, after um, we get off the air, I, I'm going to need to order some more black seed oil um, from from yeah, you and, now. So, so, so let, let me ask you this: black seed oil versus cumin seed oil. What, 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 what's, what's that? Okay, okay. Oh, my, my brother. What's your engineer's name there? What's his name? Window, window handy. Window handy, window. Man, we're going to break it off, break it off right now, Wendell, about the black seed oil, brother. This is going to be the biggest break off on the planet. You ready for this? The food prophet, Dr. Jolly here, God's servant. I've traveled to Africa, Bahrain, Dubai, Saudi Arabia. Do you know that all over the earth they're selling black seed oil and it's not the real black seed? They're selling you the cumin seed, which is a dark brown seed. When I was in Bahrain, I was at a king's home there. And the king has an herbal doctor, this tall, seven-foot-tall Nigerian guy. And they were showing me their black seed oil. When I showed the people in Saudi Arabia my black seed oil that I make for God, they bowed to me. When I said they bowed, they bowed. And Saudi men do not respect American black men. They may be rather spit in your face than to bow, but they bowed to me. They went crazy. And I said to them, you don't have the Allah oil, Prophet Muhammad oil. I do. And when they saw how black my oil was, they started crying. I said, you guys have been duped. You've been lied to for over 2,000 years about the seed that the Prophet Muhammad spoke about. The seed you have is good, but it's not the black seed. And your and your black seed oil, actually, um, Sister Charlene, because, you know, she is listening, and um, yeah. that that actually was her question. But and, and your black seed oil has that resin at the bottom. It will. I'll say it like this. The truth, the truth is, Wendell, when you get orange juice, you got orange pulp. When you get apple juice, real apple juice, you got apple pulp. So guess what? When you get the doctor's oil, the food prophet's black seed oil, you got black seed pulp in your black seed Yeah, you, you sure do. Articles of the seed in your oil. Right. Okay. So you know, you know, you know, we're running out of time, Doctor Jolly. I'm I'm so sorry I got to interrupt you because we're on a roll, and you know, we can go, we can go on for four hours. We can go, go, go. Right. Right. Because we just we're we're not even at the tip of the iceberg. We're just an age black seed oil. Herpes and age black seed oil. Got to say that herpes and age black seed oil. You need it. Right, because your your book, your book, you know, I didn't I didn't read everything that that is it says prevent, reduce, destroy, eliminate, cure heart attacks, ADD, ADHD, SIDS, colds, flu, diabetes, weight, Alzheimer's, asthma, arthritis, allergies, aches, pains, glaucoma, AIDS, and all diseases. Okay, you guys are listening to Liberate Sisters. Thank you for joining us today. KPFK brings the best of the best. 
we do. The Los Angeles community engaged leaders who fight for the voiceless, like our food prophet right here, Dr. Jolly Harris III. He is fighting for those who don't even know how to talk to their doctors, who, who, who don't even know how to talk to their dentists like me. So can make sure you guys call and pledge online also, 818-985-5735, and go to kpfk.org and pledge securely online. Dr. Jolie, you guys can find him, thefoodprofit.com, The Food Profit on YouTube, and his email address is thefoodprofit at gmail.com. Look him up, feedgodssheep.com. That's where Dr. Jolly can be found. So thank you for tuning in to Liberated Sisters. If it's impacting our community or can uplift us as a people, let's talk about it.